here we yep. go. Here we go. First episode of Bad Reception. Welcome everybody to Bad Reception, a podcast where we watch um, supposedly, supposedly, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, off to a great start. <laughs> supposedly, hi everybody. Welcome to Bad Reception, <laughs> a podcast where we we uh, watch supposedly bad television programs that were canceled or even ones that stayed on the air, and we talk about them after we watch them. Uh, you guys want? I, I'm Mike Streeter. I don't think anyone needs to know our last okay, names. Okay, I'm Mike. <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm Josh. And today we're going to be watching a show called The Trouble with Larry. Anybody ever, anybody ever heard of this show? No. Nope. As far as I know, it just has Bronson Pinchot in it. Mm-hmm. That, they that's... could have just called it The Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> it would have saved them some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan, have you heard of this? I'm perfectly a stranger to this television show we got jokes already we got jokes uh yeah so this is a this is a show um i believe from the 90s so probably after perfect strangers and but before step by step i don't know maybe maybe concurrent maybe trying to capitalize on that uh step by step fame i don't know i don't know anything about this show i literally just picked it off of a list of bad tv shows and I know that it's called The Trouble with Larry. I think, actually, I don't even remember if that's the correct title, but I think I it did. Is. I just I verified that. that okay, it, right. that is the title. If he doesn't have a funny accent in it, I'm out. Yeah. Do we think, do we think there's going to be an accent? <clears throat> I think there's not, and that's part of why the show. That's why I didn't make <laughs> it. Very well. Yeah. He needs to stick to his strengths. Character work. Um, I'm really hoping, because Larry is the name of the cousin in Perfect Strangers, <laughs> that this is going to be like... An alternate universe. Alternate where he, universe. Where he or, was Cousin Larry. Or body switch. I'm, I'm kind of hoping for a body. <laughs> Ooh. It's a very yeah. dark continuation. I don't remember what the se- the series finale of Perfect Strangers <laughs> was, but it could have been that. My hopes are high. So any guesses as to what the, 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 the main premise behind this would be? I feel like he's going to be a single guy just trying to do his best for his family. So you think he's gonna? It's gonna be a family, like uh, he'll yes. be the dad, and yeah, like or he has like adopted kids, or he has to take care of some kids for some reason. Okay, and that's that's the trouble with him. Yep, that's why no one wants to date him because he has children. <laughs> okay. Oh, so he's a single dad. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm currently looking at the poster for this television show. Oh, you're show. cheating. Okay. Um, <laughs> currently cheating is what's appears, happening. There appears to be a very happy looking couple, and then a, I'm gonna guess this is a single mom with her daughter. And then Bronson Pinchot is enveloping all four people. Uh, he's the wacky other character. With a hug, but they're all leaning away from him. Uh, there's some trouble with Yeah. Character. I think there might <laughs> oh, be so there some is trouble. some trouble with Larry. With, there, according to this photo, there definitely appears to be some trouble. Um, I'm going to go with he's an imaginary person. Oh, wow. Or a poltergeist. Like that show <laughs> that we'll also oh, yeah. do on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we do that one, one of instead? several canceled Jenna Elfman programs. Okay, well, so Morgan took a little of the mystery out of it. <laughs> there is a family. He's an out. We think he's an outsider. Uh, I'm. I'm just going to lean into the Butler thing. This is just yeah. Mr. Belvedere 2.0. <laughs> uh, and I, I'll just say he's going to have an accent. I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to play against the odds here. Or he's like, uh, she's single and couldn't afford the house herself, so she needed to rent the room out. Oh. And now he's like the babysitter. <laughs> kind of like a who's the boss maybe like oh, he's yeah. the housekeeper 
he's really grabbing this little girl, and I'm disturbed by <laughs> it. I, I gotta look at the picture. Oh, that's the problem. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. I think this is definitely going to be a Mr. <laughs> Belvedere situation. I think Josh is it, It's it. just the one little girl, though, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, oh, yeah. Also, can we talk just on child labor. quickly on this IMDb list? Uh, he was in a movie credited with several different character names. It's called Jury Duty Semicolon, the oh, comedy. The long-awaited sequel. But, <laughs> the sequel of the Poly Shore. <laughs> first of all, semicolon. And then also, but on the poster itself, it's called The Great American Sex Scandal, and it's 90% boobs. <laughs> Wait, what did that have to do with the show? Just, uh, he's in it. Another Bronson Pinchot joint? <laughs> it just caught my eye. Okay. I, I think that, that that will suffice for our guesses as to what this is going to be. Um, are we thinking that there's there's going to be any potential here or that this is this is going to be off potential for a television show because I don't yeah. think it lasted. Well, that doesn't mean anything. It could have been it could have been maybe it was ahead of its time. Maybe oh. that, maybe this it was too progressive. It's a real arrested development situation. Kind of. The I mean, arrested development still lasted for 3 seasons. <laughs> yeah, but not not a full Four, 3 season. Yeah. 4, yeah, see. Maybe we'll get a Netflix original <laughs> season 2 of Trouble with Larry. I think Bronson could use it. Was the there money. a whole first season of it? I I think if I'm remembering correctly, there were eight episodes broadcast, so not even a not even a half season of a network comedy. So quarter season. <laughs> what channel was it on? Don't know. Michael, did you do like any an research? Well, the idea was to know as little about <laughs> it as possible. So uh, <laughs> this is the first episode, and we'll there's some kinks to iron out. <laughs> ooh, ooh! Do you know anybody who's in it? No. Ooh, I'm excited. Well, I mean, Bronson Pinchot. Okay. Are you excited about that? I was already excited about that. <laughs> uh, somebody else is in this that's going to amp up the hype. Is it? The nanny. Jenna Elfman. No, but it is an actress from a very popular television program of Jennifer the 90s. Aniston. You are so close. Courtney Cox. Lisa Kudrow. You had it the first time. <laughs> oh, Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> that no. was the first time. No, the second. The second, the, God the damn second it. first one. You had the first time Cox you were right. It. I didn't even see her on the poster. Wait, is she the little girl? <laughs> Obviously <laughs> not. Probably not because be it's like a old. year before. So was it like right before Friends? What year was it? Uh, this is 1993. So it looks like right as oh, wow. uh, Perfect Strangers ended. So if this had taken good, off. Yeah, I was going to say. It's a good thing the show good. didn't last. She wouldn't have been on Friends. Uh, can I read a quote that IMDb has listed? Sure. From the, the, the television program. So is we're this already permissible? off the rails. <laughs> Anything goes. This is now my podcast. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> to anything good. <laughs> uh, okay, here's a quote uh, from a character named Boyd Flat. I can protect my family myself. Thank you very much. I did take that class at the Y last summer. Our titular Larry Burton replies, Wait. Yes. Although most robbers aren't afraid of macaroni art. All right, let's get into that. What do we, what can we... I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it's going to be delivered. Okay, yeah. I think what I did was perfect. Mm -hmm. Actually, if he doesn't do it like that, that's probably why the show got canceled. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that, that'll do it. We're going to watch the show now. Bye. Coming soon to CBS, a new definition for trouble. Let's see, some trouble, trouble. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We're expecting maybe Mother Teresa. Bronson Pinchot stars in The Trouble with Larry, Wednesday, August 25th. All right, we're back. We did it. We survived that. <laughs> Yay. 
Holy shit balls. So not really anything like what we said. <laughs> you want to go first, Morgan? Give us some of your initial oh, I thoughts. I get to do the synopsis. I feel like a synopsis. synopsis we'll do a synopsis? Okay. Be in place. So what is this show about? So uh, the show opens up on our titular Larry Burton on a ship where he makes... A plethora of fat jokes to our poor ship captain, a lovely woman. Non-stop. He had even one. Shames her. Yes, just it was relentless. And I think at one point he he patted her stomach and then also grabbed her boob. He definitely grabbed her yep. boob. <laughs> I don't know how that actually uh, kind of was a theme throughout the episode. He continually grabbed people. Very rapey vibe coming off of him. Also, did Bronson Pinchot go to the Bugs Bunny Acting Institute? Because I feel like that's... He was that's... channeling uh, Robin Williams a lot. Oh, yeah, that's too. Well, this is, I mean, this is a showcase for all the many, many talents of Bronson Pinchot. Throughout throughout the entire episode, he does, he, he sings and dances and grabs people inappropriately, does accents. He definitely thrives better under the con- confines of a character. A character, yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. Um, but we, so he's on this ship. We find out that he, 10 years beforehand, had traveled to Africa with his n- n- new bride. Was this, did it seem like they this didn't was didn't really establish if they had just gotten married? Though? Yeah, they're his, no, I think they, they got married in Africa, but I don't know how uh, long they were, I don't know how long they were But then together. she says she married the other guy three weeks after that. So she got married twice yeah. in three weeks. Yeah, well, they, she also married Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> yeah, he was a uh, scumbag. <laughs> she definitely has some issues that I'm sure that they they get into later on in the season. <laughs> sure. uh, but he's on the ship. We find out that he had recently married uh, this this woman, um, and while in Africa, he is stolen away by a bunch of apes, um, and she believes him to be dead. Travels back to the states, um, and this is he. I didn't quite understand. He came across somebody who had a, a newspaper clipping. Yeah, he said he was cleaning camel spit out of someone's shoe or something and found the newspaper clipping in the shoe. Wait, I, I didn't understand the opening. So he found a newspaper and that's why he went back to America? Yeah. He but, also thought she was dead. Oh, he thought the apes okay. killed her. Oh. She thought the apes killed him. And he just was like, cool. Very just- convoluted. <laughs> To live there for 10 years? I guess he just stayed in Africa. The only thing that brought him back was that his wife was still alive? Yes. Okay. Okay. So they did a great job of setting that up. Yeah, I totally didn't get the... I'm also really not sure why they chose to open it on a ship. Yeah, it was very... Why was that the opening? Because the writer was like, I have a pamphlet full of fat jokes. Oh, and this goodness. is the perfect setting for it. You, I really can't stress enough how many fat jokes. Like, you think, like, maybe, like, three or four. Mm-mm. This is, like, probably 12 to 20. The entire opening is nothing but fat jokes. Even at the expense of that woman. That poor and, actress. And several of them that just really didn't make that much sense. He said <laughs> right. he said he couldn't see her feet. Right, but she's she's the one, the one who wouldn't, who wouldn't be, able be able to see, see her feet. Yeah. <laughs> he, I'm not sure what would be preventing him from seeing her feet. But he did kiss her, so yes, he forced was... himself on her, and then immediately <laughs> on Courtney Cox after that. Oh yes, let's well let's move on from so the ship. Finally, he gets off the ship. He. So the the newspaper clipping, I guess, is heralding his now recently found out alive wife, 
her gallery opening right. in Syracuse, New York, which again, why would there be a news clipping, newspaper clipping in Africa <laughs> about local, a gallery local, opening local in gallery. Syracuse? Um, so he gets to this gallery and we find our lovely Courtney Cox with her beautiful first season of Friends haircut, <laughs> mm-hmm. eating a donut? Chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip cookie. No, she's eating a chocolate chip cookie. Later, I believe he has a donut, which I'm not sure where he got it from. (laughs) She's eating a chocolate chip cookie. um, And in keeping true to his rapey vibe, he forces himself on her, believing her to be his estranged wife. wife. Um, And there's a great bit. She had just taken a, a bite out of the cookie, and then he... Has a portion of that cookie in his mouth. One of one of I think two times that I actually laughed at the show, which yeah, was, it was, it was pretty funny. It was some good physical comedy. Uh, so we find out that this that Courtney Cox is his estranged wife's little sister. They have a moment. Uh, she takes him to his estranged wife. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're just gonna blow all the way through that scene. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't come around on him. He first of all. He's the most unlikable character I've ever seen <laughs> yeah, in a TV exactly. show. He's, I'm not terrible. sure. I, I think he's supposed to be obnoxious, but in like an endearing so way. So you grow to love him later in I the g- show? I guess. But maybe try to but he's make immediately, us love him in the episode. <laughs> immediately the worst person ever. And it's weird because it feels like this is – the way he's performing, I keep waiting for him to kind of like turn to the, the studio audience and be like, meh. Like he's never done a television show before. Did anyone else feel like I felt like he was like coming straight from the stage? Oh yeah, the I mean, he's yeah, it's it's a big performance. I think he's just happy that he's using his regular accent, which yeah. we also haven't divulged. Really? Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's doing he's doing his regular American accent, which is a letdown because it is not particularly funny. He's not particularly. Funny. He's not <laughs> it, when he's not in a character. He's not likable at all. He's well, just—he's just an ass. And it's in the whole premise of this show was to give him, like, clearly it was the success of Balky, and they—they they attributed whoever they be, the people at that network, uh, wanted to showcase him as opposed to the fact that the, that what makes Balky work is the character itself, not necessarily Bronson Pinchot right. as an actor. I actually have a little backstory on Bronson Pinchot that I can share. Okay. And that uh, he was a struggling actor before, because I love Perfect Strangers. Uh, before Perfect Strangers, he uh, refused to take any role where he had to do an accent. It was like Why? a thing. Like he, he he refused to do to do accents because he, he felt like it was below him. Um, he, That's uh, a weird thing. Is it because he he has a Mediterranean look? I'm not sure. I I. I didn't do a lot of research. Okay. This is just something that I happen to know. Um, and if it's not true, I apologize. But I'm pretty sure this is... <laughs> I apologize, Bronson. What's that? For spreading rumors. You're staking your career on this? Mm-hmm. So that's probably why he didn't do an accent on this show. But boy, at the top of it, did he get a round of applause. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's the studio audience. away from the audience in the opening scene until the captain spins him around. And then he gets an applause. Even though it's... The opening scene of the show. So we're in the gallery. What happens, you guys? <laughs> oh, no, we're good. We can go. We, it, it, just that it's not a pleasant interaction between him and Courtney Cox. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we have, I think, two or three uh, testicle jokes already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a theme throughout the episode as well. Um, she she promises to kick him in the nuts. 
No, she says she used to kick him in the knees, but she's taller now, mm-hmm. implying and, it. Right. It was it was more subtle than I let on. But then, and then there was something about bits and pieces. Oh, he says uh, <laughs> he talks about how he used to crush his beans. Mm. Oh, yes. that's referring right. to the coffee. But then she replies, "Did you ever try wearing boxer shorts?" <laughs> Which was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's not devoid of comedy. There were some laughs. Courtney Cox is good in the yeah, show. No. Also, real quick, this is 1993. This is one year before Friends and three or four years after Seinfeld started. This feels like the early 80s. That It's that kind of sitcom. The, the level of jokes. I mean, they're probably really just recycling jokes from those from that era, really, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I... And the family aspect of it, too, I kind of just was just expecting somebody to turn and say, oh, Michelle. Yeah, it has like a TGIF feel, which I guess makes sense with the with Bronson Pinchot. But it's clearly not a family show. No, oh, God, no. no. There, there's wow. overt sexual jokes. <laughs> yes. Constantly, yeah. And later on, we get Bronson Pinchot in underwear. Um, so That's a tease for later. <laughs> so stick around, guys. It gets real sexy. She's going to describe it in detail. I, I will. Um, so, okay. So Courtney Cox is the younger sister of this estranged wife. She, they, she takes, what's his name, Larry? Takes Larry, Larry <laughs> to uh, her sister's house where we learn that the estranged wife made it out of the jungle alive and on the airplane ride out of Africa meets this kind of schlubby, spineless... Dork. Dork. Yeah. <laughs> um, and marries him three weeks after believing her husband to be eaten by a pack of wild apes. Um, and they have a 10-year-old daughter whose name I did not catch. Lindsay. Lindsay. She is very precocious. We don't get a whole lot of her in the episode, though. She's not really a central character. No. She just she gets a little a couple one-liners. Very, very sassy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll find she out. She does wear overalls in a sideways baseball Oh, cap. that's true. <laughs> um, so then we get to probably my favorite joke in the entire okay. show. Take it away. Which is, which is after Courtney Cox braces uh, her sister for the news that her long dead husband is actually alive. Um, she opens the door to reveal Pronson Pinchot, who promptly enters the home, says, Hi, honey, sorry I'm late. And sits down <laughs> and starts reading a newspaper, and it's very stupid. But that's a pre- that's a pretty good bit. Oh yeah, and she sets up her sister. You know, it's like I've got big news for you, and then asks the husband to brace her because is expecting her to faint. But guess what, guys? <laughs> it's not her. She doesn't faint. The schlubby husband does. It's real good. It's real good. Oh, we didn't mention I, something that I actually don't even. No, I guess I understand. They're going to get evicted from their gallery? Okay, yeah. So here's the the drama. So they just recently opened up the gallery. Um, and I guess the landlord who owns the property is breaking their contract. So they spent they put, put a whole lot, a lot of money into this new venture. Um, That's so successful. It's news is spread all the way to <laughs> all Africa. All the way to Africa. Um, but... The landlord has got a better deal with a video store. Oh, yeah. They do want to open a video store. Um, so I got bad news for them. Ten years. <laughs> it's going to be going down now. It's a good thing they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the the gallery or the, the landlord 
is breaking their contract. So they're losing the space and all the money that they put into renovation. And, and they're going to have to move. Out of their pretty large home in yeah. Syracuse. Well, I mean, they're yuppies. Yeah, This is sure. the 90s and, and they're uptight white people. I think at one point the, the dork husband says something about not being able to go back to driving cars without heated seats. Right. Wait, guys, just hold for that. Yeah, I'm dying with laughter over here. Just hold for it. Um, So that's the drama that's set up. What else happens? They do set up, uh, Sally does mention like, oh, we're going to have to live in a smaller house and then we're going to have to move to an even smaller house. They were setting up what I thought they were going to do, which is Bronson Pinchot has to stay there because he has to help them pay for the house. But then that doesn't end up being the case as to why he stays there. Does that even play a factor in the rest of the episode? Them, like uh, the 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 least does, but them having to move or yeah, just it like, doesn't. That's okay. the only time they mention it. Okay. Well, because Bronson Pinchot saves the day, guys. <laughs> um, does he? He does. Oh, he does. He does. He most certainly does. Spoiler um, with an accent. Oh yes, oh, you guys. guys are really giving it all away. <laughs> <laughs> We're right. only five minutes into this <laughs> extremely long twenty-minute episode. Of oh oh was, god, it, it hit dragged like on. It was long. Um. So we so Bronson through the eyes of Bronson Benchow, we learn that the the wife has moved on. She's married. She has a child, um, and he doesn't seem too hung up on it, guys. He immediately no, he, asks if Courtney <laughs> Cox is single. Yeah, yeah, and says that he loves his new family and hugs everybody. Like he does not care at all that nope. his wife is remarried and has was, a child. Was not a problem. <laughs> all those years in the jungle pining for his wife, which I guess is the joke, but it also doesn't make any sense. Nope. It just further solidifies that, that this guy awful. is an asshole. <laughs> uh, okay, so what? What we don't? Well, now we just get into hijinks. Okay. I mean, now we've got the premise. We got we got Bronson and the fam, and we just get into some hilarious hijinks. Well, we've got our stake. So the stake is they're going to be losing the gallery. Um, we learned that the that the. The dork husband is very particular um, about scheduling his days. Oh yeah, he's a very and he's very sad that they did not have sex that morning. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, a great joke for a family television show. It's I not assume. a family television show. <laughs> but Maybe I'm sure the time been. slot, I'm sure this is why it didn't last. He does mention it in front of their 10-year-old daughter as soon as he walks in the that room. That is true. Uh, yeah, the joke is 9 a.m. wake up, something, and then something like that. I he, tried he, to do that. Yeah, he's check, He's doing a checklist of the things he wanted to do that morning. And, and when he gets to an unnamed act... He says, tried to do that, and then kind of motions towards his wife. Once again, guys, just hold for that. Just let the laughter. And the audience really doesn't seem to be that into it either. It does seem like a live audience who are like, it's not great. Yeah, this isn't this isn't that good. <laughs> that audience is giving it their all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's They're true. Dignity. The fact that they are laughing, uh, yeah, that's, that's an effort. They showed up. No one else showed up for this. Um, okay, so the gallery. Uh, we learn that the next day the dork husband is going to be meeting with I, what I thought was going to be the landlord, but it's not the landlord. He ends up talking to the new yeah, owner. Yeah, the video store. Wow, I don't even guy. remember this scene. We just watched it. What, what is this? <laughs> so so wait, the way it's set up is like he's going to go confront the landlord, right. one would assume, so he could try to fight for his space. But we find out it's the next owner is coming in for some reason into the gallery while they're packing up, getting their shit out. And this guy rolls in. And I don't know if this is true. I'll have to look it up. But he kind of sounds like the guy who does the voice of um, 
uh, on Dinosaurs, the boss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Like so a that's very right. New York, like, sleaze bag. Yeah, got the chains and the, the chest hair popping out. Um, and he's, so he's there. That's who we're confronting. Uh, immediately this guy is aggro. Our dork husband is not going to, not willing to stand his ground. Cites, you know, promising his wife that he's not going to get into a fight is the reason that he's not going to stand his ground. And. Oh, we're talking, this is, you jumped ahead though. You're talking about like the resolution of the issue right now, right? Yeah, what happens between the house so and this? So the, the in-between scene is the, when where he's wearing the robe. Yeah. And, uh, oh. they like, they're up super early in the morning. So it's still dark outside. Because Ross and Pinchot has been typing for six hours. A terrible program because I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> okay. I thought, I thought that there was a scene that I had missed. That's why I was so confused. I jumped a scene. Okay. Yeah, well, you can't jump this scene. It's, this is like where the comedy goes. The scenes is. are pretty long, too. There's only like five scenes in the whole yeah. show, and they all last. Too forever. long. <laughs> or they go on for too long. Um, yeah. All right, so guys, just go on a journey with me. <laughs> just close your eyes. I want you to picture the handsomest man on the planet, Bronson Pinchot. And I want you to picture him in silky, multicolored boxers no top and he's wearing a blue a blue a blue a blue <laughs> crushed blue. velvet maybe silk robe the, yeah it looked the weird. joke is Shiny. it's a it's a lady's it's a lady's gown. robe and it's yeah. got like really thick fur cuffs that don't fit his arms at all so Hilarious. or they don't fit any of his body so we get full bronson pinchot chest Let's, again it's the showcase for Bronson Pinchot. I, he wants to show off the bot. And he's I don't got know where... And he's gonna flaunt it. <laughs> and I assume it's Sally's robe, but she's a roughly built about the same as him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that also would not fit her. I was expecting her to say something like... Yeah, they never mentioned like, hey, that's my that's robe. That's my robe. This but was, they also don't mention that it's weird that he's wearing it. So. It would have been funny if the husband was like, hey, that's mine. Yeah, well, there's no good jokes right. in this. <laughs> I'm just saying, it would have been funny. If they want to remake the show, throw that joke in <laughs> there. They shouldn't. This was a device to show off his sweet, sweet bod. And guess what, guys? It was effective. I don't know where my panties are. <laughs> this this better have been a primetime slot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to say, you are missing probably the best moment okay, in the show. So. And by that, I mean the most disturbing and the most disgusting moment. So it's the middle of the night. Uh, we've got Sally. And what's the husband's name? Blando. <laughs> yeah. Something very Beard, Beardy McGee. Beardy McDorkson. Um, it's the middle of the night. They're down in the kitchen because you hear typing off in the distance. His name's Boyd Flat. Oh, Boyd. Oh, Jesus. Flat? Yep. Um, oh, that makes sense. Boyd. Boyd and Sally oh, are in the Boyd. kitchen. Oh, Boyd. That's a terrible joke. Corny Cox's character's You're name is here. Gabriella Easton. Did mm-hmm. they ever mention Yeah, they call her Gabby, though. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So we hear typing in the distance. It's the middle of the night. Sally and Boyd are down in the kitchen having a midnight snack. Uh, that's when they get settled at the kitchen table. Bronson Pinchot in- enters. He's in the robe. We see his... Oh, God. I can't stress enough how fucking sexy he is. Um, so he's he's. we learn that he's been working on his memoir for the last six hours. And the joke is... All that he's gotten accomplished is the title of this memoir. He's been typing nonstop for six hours just to come up with a title. Right. Hilarious. 
Boyd is having a snack, I believe a piece of pie. Is that what, or is it toast? I don't know. I think it's know. buttered toast. Oh, yeah. Because that plays Because the, the joke is later, yeah. yeah. So he's having buttered toast. I can't recall that happens, but there is a point where he goes, he's got a, pic- a pitcher on the table and he goes to pour the contents of the pitcher into a glass. Nothing's coming out. Uh, opens up the top of the pitcher, dumps the contents of the pitcher into a glass, and it's just a sock. Uh, so was he drinking sock water nothing was in it though no but before that yeah it seemed he, like maybe do you think he, he had he, a glass before yeah i think it, they were implying that he had been drinking oh. it and now it's all gone because why would you just pick up an empty pitcher you would know there was nothing in it i don't know he seems that dumb that's <laughs> true um so we learned that bronson Pinch, okay okay now it's all coming back to me yeah i was like how could you forget <laughs> <laughs> so uh larry had put his sock in there because we learned that in the jungle while traversing rivers that the best way to wake up in the morning is by putting on soaking wet cold socks it's also the best way to die immediately (laughs) when okay when he puts on these socks guys we're doing this for a solid 60 seconds i feel like this joke lasted a minute it was so uncomfortable we watch him struggle to put on a wet well not i mean he's dress sock He's not struggling. He's no. <laughs> enjoying every minute of it. I was shocked. I was appalled. And again, I was turned on. He takes <laughs> I mean, so he's long. Losing sex. It's I, I I highly recommend people going and looking up this scene. See I don't if know this if scene I can is online do. alone. Yeah. The, there's got to be a gif or uh yeah, just like the a, a little portion of it. He is, I don't know. I don't know. He's aroused by putting on a wet sock (laughs) for no reason. Nope. And a cold, wet sock. Well, the reason is for to make America laugh. That's true. But that's not what it was doing. Um, So there's the joke. He's putting a sock in a pitcher of water. um, And then Boyd goes to have a piece of toast and, and butters it. And, uh, Boyd says something to the effect of, "Where's your underwear? Did you put your underwear in the in the pit, in the freezer?" Is that yeah, what he says? says in the and he says, "No. What? How dumb would that be? I put my underwear in the butter jar." And Sally says, "Oh, that's what that was." As as if she wouldn't know what <laughs> underwear was, or she just saw like a pile of something and was just like, "I'm just gonna leave that in the fridge." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, why well, is that cloth in there? Well, and she got the butter. So, I mean, it she's was... She's buttering the toast. I know. And, and he's disgusted because the underwear was on the butter. So, I, she had to, like, right. move the underwear. <laughs> yeah. leave no matter the what no matter what article of clothing was in the refrigerator, it would have had to bring up a red flag of some kind. I feel like we need to take a second for people who are <laughs> listening right now. Because you must be thinking, you guys are missing out on something. This makes absolutely no sense. The, none of it makes any sense. This show makes no sense. It doesn't even try to make sense. Um, he, the resolution of this scene is, and he puts his he had his pants in, in the, the microwave. microwave like he did in the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the microwaves <laughs> in the jungle. I mean, that he was accustomed to. I'll, I'll try. And let's people. get to let's get to let's get to the amazing joke that he makes. He once again is deeply aroused by putting on an article of clothing. So let's again. So and we enter the scene. That's a long zip. <laughs> from the bottom to the top he does it nice and slow for us 
He enters the scene in silky boxers and this ridiculous robe. He now it's has on, on one a, sock. a wet sock and then goes and pulls his pants out of the microwave microwave and puts on pants, like slacks. Hot pants. <laughs> that, again, I can't... Oh, guys. It is so fucking sexy. Um, another 60-second long joke of him being deeply aroused, making some really gross sounds. And then he, and then he says, that's... That's my hot dog and my baked beans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he makes some weird motions in the pants while the audience applauds. Act out. Now we make it to the gallery. No, we're, we're already, you we already set it hey, up. Listeners, you could have missed out on that entire <laughs> exchange. <laughs> this was necessary. Hot dogs and baked beans. That's testicles and penis. We're at the gallery. The new owner is there. Dork husband Boyd won't stand his ground. But guess what happens? Bronson Pinchot comes out as a character. He enters. Wait, am I right? (laughs) In later Hosen. In a character I don't even fully understand. Was he German? I mean, obviously he's supposed to be German, but was that a German accent? Yeah, I think it was a German accent. Okay, it was a little weird. And he's supposed to be gay, Yes. That's part of the joke? I mean, it's the early 90s. I'm assuming you, it was. That's one of the che- the boxes you had to check. <laughs> that joke. Yeah, we got could, it. We could not make Homophobic it through an episode joke. Without, got it. without a gay joke. Um, he comes on to the new owner. Who's, who, as we mentioned, was is like a tough New Yorker. Yeah, dude, very aggro. New Jersey guy or whatever. Um, and he's, is he, okay, so he, I guess there's a German deli next door to the gallery. Is that what we're establishing? For the, For the purposes. Of this joke, yeah. Yes, there's a deli next door. Um, And he, okay, I need help on this. What does he pull out of his pocket? Sauerkraut? I, no I couldn't tell what it was. Um, Something gross? Yeah, it's like definitely mushy, like cheese or something. This is Bronson Pinchot at full Bugs Bunny. He's doing, like, the jumping on the guy, like, flinging full body, kissing him on the cheek. Am I imagining that? Oh, all kinds of... He grabs his boobs, too. Oh, he grabs his boobs. He pats and, like, kind of twerks his... Twerks? Tweaks his nips a little bit. Um, But to be fair, this is the Bronson Pinchot we came for. (laughs) Yeah. I was pretty relieved when he showed up. These are his strengths. It's not a good character, but you can see... The charm in Bronson Pinchot in this in this moment, you could see why he has a career. The other stuff, no, it's awful. It's not a good character, but it was a relief to have him playing a character. Yeah, no, definitely. That was this is going to be the most memorable scene for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need help on this, so because I know I'm going to probably skip over some some highlights, the real funny parts. He comes on to the guy and says, alludes to the fact that. He's now taking ownership over the guy, right? Like, this guy's mine. Like, announcing to the yeah, room. Yeah, now that he's going to be the new owner. He's uh, going to be there all the like time. He's his property now because oh, yeah, he's yeah. going to be in there. Oh, yeah. And the little girl, like, helps sell is part of the, yeah. She's part of the con. Uh, yeah, she talks about how he's there all the time and they love him. And then, oh, when he pulls whatever, he pulls out of his pants, whatever, the cheese or whatever it was. He names it Eddie. And they go, oh, yeah, look, it's Eddie. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, like, they're yeah. familiar with the gross thing he and always he, pulls He gives it a little a character, and he, he talks as Eddie. Hi, I'm Eddie. And then, kind of, and then his sister, Gina, or whatever, like, doesn't he turn into another character? I don't oh, yeah, he, oh, yeah. He puts it on top of his hand like it's a wig, and mm-hmm. 
makes his hand a character. This this could be the fault <laughs> of a horrible, horrible quality video that we had to watch. Uh, maybe in the original broadcast, it was more clear <laughs> right. as to what. Yeah, yeah I have I, no idea. But he does end up shoving Eddie down the aggro guy's shirt and then more patting it into assault. his belly. <laughs> yeah. Um. He puts his hands on his head and makes him look like a moose for some reason. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Oh, yeah, and then he... Oh, oh he's running wild. This yeah, is yeah. off this script. This is full, yeah. <laughs> they just gave him props and let him go at it. Because at one point, he pulls out pickles from his pockets and shoves it in this man's mouth to make him look like a walrus. Oh, those and were pickles. Great. <laughs> yeah. I was not clear what was <laughs> going on. He puts on. rubber gloves in his nostrils oh, yeah, for some reason. Says it. he's milking them. <laughs> oh, and boy, is he milking this scene. <laughs> that's great. Um, Five stars. <laughs> for that, for that <laughs> the scene. scene alone and it works uh, it gets in typical television fashion the guy falls for their trick trick immediately yeah. and and full force and it tears, tears up, up the, lease. the lease and is like i don't want i'm not gonna have a video store here gallery is saved okay everyone hold for applause no, that's the best bit, is that nobody claps. <laughs> yeah, there's like oh, five yeah. people that there's think a, they're watching a golf match. A very small smattering of applause after their the success of... The, it would have been better if there had been no applause than the little applause that they actually Yeah, got. it was a total pity move. Um, so, Bronson Pinchot saves the gallery. And the little girl does the typical little girl thing of, Oh, Mom, can we keep him? Yeah, it's really bad. She's not a good actress. I wonder what she's up to. Hey, she's right calling in. him Uncle Larry. It's very Oh yeah. So did we miss that? Or is that later? When when we find out his relationship. It's later. Okay. This is a long No, episode. or is it in between? It is. I think it's right after that. Like everyone's leaving and then Sally's still there. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, oh, by the way, when was she born? And we get it. It's his daughter. That, right. <laughs> yeah. Even though they, they drag it out a bit. She but, doesn't look any she looks more like the other guy's daughter. Yeah. But she no does sense. she does the joke at the end that he made at the beginning with Courtney Cox. Yeah. Well that's the very end. That's like the yeah. the button. But that's how we as an audience. And that's how we know. really know. Yes. Oh, that's that's his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh but and also the show tries to get us to feel an emotion towards this. It it tries to give Bronson Pin show a like a, a real moment of of like, oh wow, I have a daughter, and 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 we're supposed to feel for. At least that's what I I gathered mm-hmm. from it was there was supposed to be this like really like serious emotional moment, and I was like, you have not earned this show. <laughs> I do not buy for one second that I should feel sorry for Bronson Pinchot for Larry. I might feel sorry for Bronson <laughs> Pinchot, but not for Larry. Yeah, how did he not know that this was going to be? Oh, and we didn't even talk. There's more. He sings. Oh, yeah. Oh, for no God. reason, he starts times. singing opera music. Um, not for no reason. That's how he got away from the apes. Thank you. Okay. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's not shown in flashback. He just is explaining that's how he got he away tells from the Courtney apes. Courtney Cox that he's singing that song. And then he sings it for 10 minutes. And then cuts himself off to be like, anyways, that's how I escaped while they were off getting me roses to throw at my feet. Like, the apes were going to celebrate him. That's how he escaped. <laughs> Yeah, because it was beautiful. I was moved. Um, the and script then we, is rock solid, guys. <laughs> uh, and then we get a post-credit sequence with him singing again. Yeah, and it's again. just him singing. And There's no joke. It's not even. It's not even funny. It is just like, hey, you want some more? So, do we think this is a thing where his manager negotiated every aspect of this television program? 
where they I mean, were like it seems like they wrote it as a vehicle for him and just let him do whatever he wanted definitely mm. oh i wonder if he has a writer's credit he's not a producer though mm. not no that I-, I did i looked at imdb a little bit and mark lynn baker does direct episode <gasps> six sweet um and charlie kaufman was a staff writer on it <laughs> what yeah nice uh, it was also directed by Joel Zwick, who directs oh, yeah. <laughs> almost every single episode of Full House, and I think all the episodes of Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm. So that's where you get that real quality direction. Yep. So at the end, our resolution is Larry is going to go and live with uh, Boyd and Sally and Lindsay with Gabby. They're setting up this potential relationship between very uncomfortable relationship because he says the last time he saw her she was a little girl yeah no this is everything about him is ick is gross he's he's the (laughs) worst it's the worst character um so that's 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 the uh the episode um would you guys watch another episode of this show i would watch the marklin baker directed episode just to watch it does he have a cameo i don't think so Uh i just showed him as director didn't get that far no, nope. there would have eventually been, and he would yeah. have been from a undisclosed <laughs> yeah, he would have been the, country uh, with a crazy goofy cousin. accent. Now that's now that's something I'd pay to see. Yeah, but it's like when they made the show Joey mm-hmm. and David Schwimmer directed some episodes, and I was like, just cameo in the just show. Be on it. Like, why? <laughs> You're right there. Just be Ross. You're for five a feet bit. from being in front of the camera. Morgan, would you would you watch another episode of this? Uh, yeah, because I'm seeing that there's somebody credited as henchman. For one episode. I would like to know what that is. And that's about. enough. Wow, you guys are bold. There's <laughs> no way I would watch another episode of this. And I and I really like Bronson Pinchot. Yeah. But uh But I feel like with a lot of pilots, it's it doesn't oh, it represent it, the rest of maybe the Maybe it was a grower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had to, they did have to pack a lot of information into this episode. <laughs> right. Maybe it's the comedy such would've... a convoluted plot. It's too much. Oh, I thought she was dead, and she thought I was dead, and she got married three weeks later, and so he thinks that's his daughter, even though it's mine. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and the husband is, like, straight up, like, I am not okay with this. Right. Like, he's, oh, yeah. straight, he says, like, uh, this is this is not okay. And she's just, she just tells him that they're going to have sex. Oh, and we oh, yeah. forgot to mention <laughs> the rubber negligee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is, I don't even know. What that is? Hey guys, right in. Are they into like some real kinky stuff? Is <laughs> that what they're rubber negligee? Yeah, I would. No like kink to... shaming if you're into it. That's fine. <laughs> but I want to. But... but what is it? And why yeah, is it on I network just, television? I don't understand the concept of it. I seems need really to hard know. To put on. It seems even harder to put on than those wet socks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like there's got to be a, a lot of slipping and sliding with that. Um, I need to know what day of the week this was on, and at what yeah, time. what what aired around it? These are things that we should have looked up ahead of time. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing work for this. Um, I'm going to see if I can. While out. you're looking for that, I want to mention that this is does not have a theme song. Yeah, that there's was there's no maybe there maybe it comes around in the next episode. There's too much information for this one. They couldn't, <laughs> right. they couldn't afford a, a credit sequence, but a show of this kind really needs a credit song with lyrics and pictures of the cast with their yeah. names under it. It seems like they could have packed all the information of the backstory into. Uh, yeah. Good theme song, like and then you don't have to watch him. Strangers. <laughs> you don't have to watch him actually be on the ship back to New York. Yeah, the ships, the ship sequence should have been cut. Yep, it's not funny. It doesn't make sense and is completely unnecessary. It seems like that. They also added it after the fact, like it was confusing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like maybe there was a theme song and no one liked it. 
oh, okay. So they were like, oh, we I thought to... I thought no, I thought it just wasn't people weren't understanding how he got there, so they had to add that scene. But people oh, just gotcha. hated people hated the theme song so much they <laughs> yeah. had to cut it and write something as filler. Okay, yeah. maybe it was the worst theme song in history. It's the first time they ever had to not use a theme song because <laughs> it was so bad. So it was on Wednesday nights, which on what and what on it CBS? I, I don't CBS. have a time slot for it though. Felt like a very ABC show. Can I can I read Ken Tucker of EW's review? Absolutely. He gave the show a D plus. Okay. And called the show quote not just not funny but actively <laughs> depressing. Yeah, I'd say yeah. <laughs> I agree. Hal Bodecker was quoted as saying, the moronic sitcom was beyond bad, a disaster that raises doubts about the judgment of CBS executives. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's actually a, a miracle that it made it seven episodes. Yeah, it was definitely just due to the popularity of Bronson Pinchot at the time. Oh, yeah. It only, so they made seven episodes, but it only ran for three. Oh, wow. It only made it three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Marklin Baker's episode wasn't even on the air, unless they aired him out of order. Well, now we'll have to find it, the long lost episodes <laughs> of The Trouble with Larry. Okay, so 11 days after it was canceled, there was another series co-created by Andrew Nichols and Daryl Vickers of this show called It Had to Be You, and it only lasted four episodes, giving Nichols and Vickers the unusual distinction of overseeing two of the earliest to be canceled new shows of the same TV season. Yikes. So, good for them. All right. Any other thoughts? Uh, I was pretty depressed that Sally was only 30 years old. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty awful. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know what, though? Also made me feel good. Because I was like, I feel like I look a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't have a rubber negligee. So, well, we can fix that. <laughs> All right. I got to get back. <laughs> <laughs> And wrap it <laughs> All right, up. That's the trouble with Larry. Uh, this has been a bad reception podcast about bad TV shows. This certainly was one. Uh, you can probably find it on the internet if you want to punish yourself, but uh, I wouldn't recommend it. It was in two parts. You have to really want to watch it. And it's the quality was just awful. You mean the writing? <laughs> yes. The quality of the writing was also really bad. Until next time, <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. Bye. Goodbye.